Welcome back to my Football View podcast. I'm Thomas. With me is Mason. Game week 30 is upon us. Mace, your team has been shining recently in fantasy. Yeah, man. I've been rising. Rising. Let me tell rising you. Rising star. Rising star. <laughs> Let me tell you. I was about 20 in my fantasy league. And then things changed ever since I got Matoma, man. Ever since I got Matoma. And I said it over here. Get Matoma. Ever since I got Matoma, man, I'm 10th. Actually, 9th. Uh, it's been going well so far. So hopefully, you know. Rashford came through for you. Yeah. Especially after that Newcastle performance. I thought, oh, okay, he's going to slip up. No points, but then he was able to get a goal. He didn't actually have a good performance, but he scored. So that's, that, that's what matters. That's what, well, that's what Manchester United need from him, too. Uh, also, this week sees the return of Frank Lampard. Talk about unexpected for Chelsea, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, man, what a joke, man. This is this what an embarrassing club, man. From top to bottom, I, I don't know what's what's their like. What did they did they thought of um, when they hired Frank Lampard? What was their like thinking process? I think as we discussed, you know how Nagel, they wanted Julian Nagelsmann, but I think since Bayern didn't fire him, and you know they have to purchase his contract out. And pay another what 20 30 million for another manager. I thought they were like, you know what? Uh, we did enough of spending. Let's maybe hold off on this. Maybe I think I think he's just trying to please the, I think he's just trying to please the fans. But you think bro, you went pleasing from, with Frank Lampard? You went from he went from Tucho, <laughs> he went from Tucho to Potter to Lampard, who who was coaching there and he failed. I mean, yo, that's what I'm saying. How can you that you can't be pleasing? He's not reading the room at this point. No, because he, the fans are complaining again. Uh, like, like, like drug button. <laughs> yeah, drug button. That's why Ashley calls in there too. <laughs> nah, but like, yo, what if he, what if he wins like nine straight games or eight straight games? You now you have just, no option. Now you have to gonna hire him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you Lampard's stuff in the corner. Lampard is a joke of a coach. He has, he has. There's no pressure, so that he, might, Lampard might perform. And then, what if he loses six straight games? What they gonna do with him? Are oh. they gonna sack him? They're gonna sack another manager in one season, bro. This is this is like. Well, no, I, I like you would think they would learn from that, but you never know with Bowley. Open pockets, open season. He's ready to do it. I mean, I'm just blown away that and, I'm just blown away that somebody over there in the team, the organization, is like, no, we uh, Frank Lampard is a great guy. He has no shame. Uh, He's a mercenary. He has no shame, yo. You know you've been there. You fail as a manager. Yeah, but he doesn't have a job, so he doesn't <laughs> care. He's, he's looking for a paycheck. And then he says in the press conference, like, like he doesn't know that it's just uh, for the ten, for the remaining of the season. Yeah, he's he, a, he says like, oh yeah, maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, see what happens. Bro, he, he doesn't Bro care. you know they're gonna replace Yo, you your see, ass. You see, you see, you saw his face. He was smiling. He's just like, God damn, I'm sitting at home and I get this it. random call, and it's boldly offering me free money to manage again. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just. Yo, I get hope for him. Get listen, for him for getting that paycheck. I hope they hire him because <laughs> this is gonna be, this is gonna be a nice, nice present for everybody else in the top six next year if they hire him again. But this is unbelievable. Like, nah, but I don't think they will. But, but still, it's a joke. Well, jo- you jo- never know. You never know though because he's gonna get if Lampard could get a couple of wins together. You know, it's like a lot of fans are just bandwagon fans and they're gonna believe in the hype. The social. Frank Lampard's British. The British media is like, oh, uh, finally a British manager that's going good. It's his second time around. Maybe he'll turn it around, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, 
<laughs> it blows my mind. Yo. Uh, he's, he's, a so cool, he's a cool. He's, 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 so he's a coolest manager. He's like the second version of Oli. Just vibes, <laughs> vibe, vibes, no, no, vibes and passion. No tactics. No, no. I, th- I think that's disrespectful. I think Oli is way, way worse. You, you know, Oli just got Manchester United off that couple of strength wins. Bro, he put Everton in relegation. But I, Everton, but then he almost got Derby into promotion. Yeah, almost. Right? O- almost doesn't yeah, count. Almost. What did I mean, Oli do? Yeah. So why are you lost in, the, lost in the playoffs well, in the championship? Okay, but, he, <laughs> but he got them to the playoffs. What did Oli do? Oli, Oli, yeah, got he got into the uh, UEFA uh, final <laughs> and lost. So what's that? So you're comparing both. Yeah, but you compare UEFA to championship. But look at yeah, but look at Lampard's CV. Look, look at Oli. What what did Oli do to even deserve Manchester United? What did Lampard do to deserve uh, well, Chelsea? He, well, he had uh, dir- the the yeah derby the championship. And, yeah, he managed so you the tell, full season. So you tell me who? So you tell me uh, a manager from let's say Bagburn deserves a, a coach. Coaching position, the top six big team. Okay, tell me, uh, tell me of a manager that was an ex Chelsea legend that got a championship team to the playoffs. You got one to the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. Tell me what name me a manager that was an ch- ex Chelsea legend that got a championship team into the playoffs in the championship. You got Why one? You say ex Chelsea manager. Well, no, ex Chelsea legend. Why are we talking about just Chelsea? Because you're, that have to you're asking me if there's another manager that would manage a team from the championship and, uh, and then uh, manage a top six team. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, but do, can you name me another manager that was a legend for their ex-club and got uh, moved a club from a relegation in the championship into the top uh, into a like top five, top six position in the championship? Yeah, but what does that have to do with anything? But, but, but that, they no, gave he, him a chance. He didn't get promoted. Did Oli do anything? So, don't disrespect Dude, Frank, talk, Frank compared we're, to we're Ali. We're talking about two dead, dead food managers. Man. <laughs> Ali's right now chilling somewhere in Norway. Um, okay, but do you see? Well, how do you see this going, though, for Frank? Do, do you see him getting a couple, couple wins? No, like, what's what's the even expectation? Like, what, that's why I don't no, get no. it, because do they think they're actually going to knock out Real Madrid? Do they actually think they're going to make a run for top four? So what's the point of... Hiring well, him. that was the thing. They should have just Potter, kept like they should just kept even uh, kept Graham Potter for it. Yo, did you see that? You you sent me that article where in the Athletic they said that uh, Potter was saying that like we're, go- we're gonna go win the Championship League. What is Frank gonna say? Like boys, take it easy. He's gonna. Just- <laughs> <I, laughs> this is so pointless. <laughs> I, I can't. I just can't believe they actually hired Frank Lampard again. But, um, I, I, it, it, I think for him it's a. Win-win situation. He's getting paid. He he's already he's proven that he's not good enough for this level. So if he could get a couple of wins or go on a winning streak, maybe he'll get a get get a job somewhere else. But hopefully Chelsea's smart enough to hire someone else. Yeah, League One in England. That's where he. That's where he should. No, I th- I think he should go. I don't know. It's hard because you know. I thought uh, Steven Gerrard did a good job at Rangers. He went to Villa. He almost got them. He got them into a relegation battle, and now this guy came in. What's his name? Emery? No. Emery. Emery. Yeah, Emery. And then he, they're the top third team in the Premier League since since November. So, um, all right, okay. Let's uh, let's move on from uh, F- Super Frank Lampard and uh, on to our first fixture, uh, standout fixture coming this Saturday: Manchester United versus Everton. I know you have Rashford in your squad. Captain him last week. He he got uh, he got you a goal. 
and got Manchester United to win. How do you see this one going? No, with the wet course in the last game as well. Do you see Rashford playing up top again? Yeah, Rashford should play up top, or, even, or maybe he's going to start Anthony Marshall. Yeah, first man, it's it's, it's, it's a, over for him. Yeah, it's over. It's not working out, man. They're too slow. I don't really, I don't really know what he's doing. Like, what what does he do really well on the field? Like, <laughs> for his size, he can't even hold the ball up. Like, he, he can't elevate. Touch. Like, it just, oh man, like it's not his fault though. Like, no, no, because it's, it's like it's just what happened to Frank Lampard. He's just happy to be there. It's yeah. all vibes. They couldn't, like, they couldn't get um. During the winter transfer, when the menu allegedly didn't have uh, no money, so that's that's who they really. Oh, way for Yeah, so it's. Yeah, but I expect the menu win, man. It's... Yeah, I think that def- Manchester United's defense, you know, like they can't score goals recently, but their defense keeps them into in games. Um, they, the, that first half against Brentford was really good. Then De Gea made a couple a, a really good save versus Brentford, but yeah. I, I, for Everton, I just don't see. Even if Manchester United can't score, there's no one from Everton that I like. At least yeah, I Rashford. think Manu has uh, one of the best home records in, in the league. So yeah, I I expect the win. Maybe it's not going to be a high scoring game. But yeah, yeah, but like I, one, I expect Manu to take care of the job. And yeah. All right, let's move on. Brentford versus Newcastle. This is a very interesting game. Uh, Brentford. Uh, that, that, Anytime there's a, I feel like the same thing with Brighton, Brentford and Brighton. Anytime there's a chance to break into that conversation, into the, and break into that top six, top four conversation, they always come up short. And I know we were discussing and people were talking about Newcastle falling off, not being able to score goals, and boy did they turn it around. Uh, first against Man U, Isaac plays. He has a he has a great game. Then they bring on Colin Wilson. He scores. Uh, a second, then they switch it up uh, in the last game. Colin Wilson uh, starts; he starts scoring goals as well. Yeah. Goals are fl- flowing right now, and they're not con- conceding goals. Like I think any team that's coming up against Newcastle would want to play them. Uh, the only good thing about uh, about this game for Brentford is they're playing at home, which it's Brentford's sweet spot is playing at home. So how yeah, do you see? Yeah, but yeah, this is a tough game to call, man. Everything is working out for Newcastle, man. Like you said, they've been scoring goals. Kyle Wilson's been scoring. Isaac, man, I, I really see no deficiencies in that team right now. Because we've always been saying that Newcastle, like, are struggling yeah. to score goals. But right now, everything is working in their way. So who's actually going to stop him? I know Brentford's playing uh, really well at home, but I, I don't see, I mean, I don't see Newcastle losing. Maybe they'll pull, like, a tie or draw, but I don't see Newcastle losing. So, yeah, this is a tough game to call, actually. I'm going to give it to Newcastle. Yeah, because they've been rolling. They've been rolling. But I wanted to ask you a question. Um, Right now, Newcastle sits third. Manchester United sits fourth. Uh, The only thing that separates them is the goal difference. Newcastle are plus 26, while Man U are uh, plus five. Out of these two teams, if one of them would get... uh, Drop out of the top four. Which one do you think is more likely, Newcastle or Manchester United? Because for me, it's Manchester United. I, I think- still feel like Newcastle because based on the uh, based on lack of experience. Yeah, I mean, this is a tough one to tough tough one to call, but I don't feel like because with Man U, they just you got to remember that Casemiro is going to come back with Ericsson. Yeah, so that's going to change the that's whole dynamic boost, yeah. of the team. 
and Newcastle. I don't know who's like actually players in that team. No, 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 play no, no, Champions yeah, League. Yeah, no, who, who fall for Champions League? Yeah. I know Karen Trippier, but that's about it, maybe. And then in, in the men, menu team, you got man, you got experience. Yeah, World every, Cup winners, World Cup winners. So I feel like menu is gonna take that position. Yeah. All right. Next one: Spurs versus Br- is Brighton. I think this is a big fantasy match matchup for a lot of people. Um, I have Mitoma. I have Veltman. And then I'm thinking about bringing in Kane. I'm thinking I'm actually just waiting just to make sure that there's no knocks or injuries. But I'll be definitely bringing in Kane, and I think he's going to be my captain for this week. Uh, he has a great record versus Brighton, even though Spurs are just such a bad team going forward, and, and they choked against uh, the ten men. Um, who did they play? Uh, Everton. 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 And then they, and then he bring I don't know what's going on. I have no idea how they they have like a couple a couple like a period of a game where they look great. Then they score a goal, they start falling back, and then the subs are just mind blowing. Davidson Sanchez keeps coming on. Lucas Mora He's coming in. Danjuma can't get a minute in. I have no idea what he Why did. Why is that Danjuma team. on the bench? <laughs> like, what did he, he puts, do? He puts Lucas Moore, who's out of contract next year. And then year, he and gets a red card. And then he's out of it. Lucas Moore has been out of it for the for the past few years. Why is he still getting minutes? And why is Danjuma <laughs> on the bench? This is actually like a crime. That's what I, I don't get. When you fire, you like when you fire a manager, you usually get rid of all the staff. Yeah, yeah. So you want something different. You want some. So why is this dude still? In charge, and why is he making the same? He hasn't made any significant changes. There's still stay the same formation. It's crazy, man. It's crazy because you, you actually like if you put a decent manager in, they have decent players. You have decent players, but you can make a run for top four, and they're still in position to make top four. But I don't know the way I, the way they play against Everton was really embarrassing, man. <laughs> I, can, I I really know what to tell you, man. Like you never know what you're gonna get with freaking uh, Spurs. Yeah. The only player that's a shining spot over there is Kane. He uh, he carries that team, and if he doesn't leave after this season, man, I I he I don't he'll tarnish his reputation because you can't call him one of the one of the best British players ever, even though he could possibly have the scoring title of having yeah. the most goals in the Premier League when he's never challenging for anything and he doesn't want to go challenge. He's comfortable, you know. It's 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 different scoring goals for a team that's never competing than score uh, scoring for a team that's fighting for uh, for, for the yeah. He should, I like I said before, he should force his force his move out. But the thing with Levy is not he's not gonna let him off easy. Yeah, no. We know how Levy stubborn is, and and the, and like with ne- negotiations <laughs> with other teams, other <laughs> teams. Uh, yeah, he's he's gonna probably you know that English tax is gonna come in. He's probably gonna want a hundred mil for for Kane, and he's you know he's thirty already. I think it's a very limited pool of teams that could get him. I think the only way they keep Kane, they make is they is not only they put like an extra tag on him like overprice, yeah, yeah. overpricing, but also if they hire Pochettino back because of that relationship with Kane that he had before. <laughs> such a, such a. I think that's that's a losing mentality. It is losing mentality, but I feel like that's still that's the way they can keep him. Um, this could be a make or break for Brighton because you know they're not 
we're not expecting them to be in the top four position, but you know, mathematically they're still in there. But with a loss here, it's going to really, you know, separate the top five with the remaining the remaining yeah. teams. Uh, how do you see this one going? Spurs versus Brighton? I feel like it's a tie. Tie Brighton all over it. The thing with Brighton, I like, man, I love I love watching Brighton. They're such an exciting yeah, team so to watch. Just... They move the ball so quickly. They they play like a very, very creative football, like how football should be played. Move and touch, move and touch. Like don't don't take extra you no know, touches. Like it's it's just like, there's no so ego. There's chances. no egos on that team. Like there's no you, when you look at that person on that team. There's like no superstar players. Yeah. Like so I mean, so selfless. Everybody's so selfless. Everybody will pass the ball to you. Everybody will make the right pass. It's just beautiful to watch. Well, it's gonna be interesting. You know, they have a lot of like players that are like you know free flowing right now. But it's just as Brentford. Anytime they come up. Um, up to a challenge where they could break into that top four, top five, top six conversation. It almost always seems like they choke. But man, I was watching Brighton and then I like they were making so many chances. Mitoma breaks one on one instead of being like lethal and just running in and scoring. He tries to pass it. He misses it. Like, like come on, dude. Like I have you on my team. <laughs> I'm watching this game. Don't break my heart. Um, do you see like any of these players like Mitoma moving? During the summer? Well, I see or is it just Caicedo and McAllister? I see definitely Caicedo and McAllister moving. McAllister kind of already stated that he wants he wants a new challenge. So he's, they're probably going to bank on him. And they're probably going to bank on Caicedo. Uh, you know who's also interesting? That Ferguson guy. I, I, he's way yeah. too young um, to move. But the English media already raves about him. That he's like the next Harry Kane. Yeah. Up and coming Harry Kane. But yeah. So I wonder if uh, he's he's Irish. I think he already plays for the national team. Yeah, so. you got to give it up to Brian. How their scout players, oh man, they God. get these players for so cheap, and they just coaches too, managers too. Because yeah. does that is every nobody? Leicester used to chance? do that back in the day. They used to do the same thing, but Brighton does it even better. I feel like. What do you think about uh, Robert Sanchez being replaced by Steele? That's a weird. That's a big call by the manager, and it's been paying off. It wasn't paying off because he was considered like a. He was highly rated, Robert yeah. Sanchez. Oh yeah. I, I don't even know what he did. That. Yeah, I don't even know what he did too. <laughs> maybe he was just doing silly mistakes. I, I can't really tell you, but maybe you know he's very strict, like the way he was with Trosser, the uh, Brian coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe like he showed up practices late. Like you never know what's going on inside the house. Yeah. Okay. So um, you got a tie for this one. I'm gonna go for a um, win for Spurs. Something tight. Uh, four three. <laughs> uh, yeah, it could be a high scoring. It game. could be a high scoring game, or it could be a zero zero. But I'm gonna go with a Spurs win two one, uh, two one three two, something like that along the lines where Brighton will be in it. But I think the experience of Spurs and the quality will shine through. Uh, next game. Also, Saturday, Southampton versus Manchester City. Uh, Manchester City disposed of Liverpool easily. You expected a little bit more of a challenge. This one is a slightly different obstacle for uh, for Manchester City because it's a way. They, Southampton is a team that could, you know, caught, catch you on, uh, on a counterattack. Uh, they're fighting for their lives. City could maybe come into this game being a little complacent, uh, especially playing against the worst team in the yeah. league. And then maybe, you know, thinking about Bayern Munich on Tuesday in the Champions League. 
How do you also do you think City? I feel like they're gonna uh, uh, rest a few players, right? Because that's a huge game in the Champions League. So if there's gonna you know that Pepperella is gonna come in. There's gonna be a bunch of rotations going on in the and he he can don't do it. tell me that because I'm thinking about getting green. No, he can do it because they're playing. The, well, Southampton's last, right? Yeah, Southampton's last. Yeah, and so there, I feel like it's gonna be Pepperella. Do you think so? If you think it's Pepperella, do you think uh, Holland starts or does he get Alvarez the start of twenty five minutes? Alvarez is gonna start, and then uh, probably Holland's gonna come in in the second half, get like a few minutes, twenty to- minutes or something like that. Yeah, what do you? Yeah, or, or him? He starts and he gets. Yeah, he gets forty five. De Bruyne, I think, played last the entire last game. So I I noticed that when Holland, when De Bruyne plays the whole game, he gets rested for the next game. Um, but I had De Bruyne in my fantasy team for the longest, and he couldn't do shit. And then the second I sell him, he he pulls up with an assistant goal. Uh, but do you see anything else other than a Man City win? No. This is not a one of a game that could like nah, they could choke. There's on. no way. There's no way. Yeah. Kind of. If it wasn't for that pep roulette, you would want to. Uh, I would want love to captain Holland for this game, or somebody from Man City. But I feel like Grealish. Griezmann's bowling. Would but would you captain him? I wouldn't captain him because I'm just not sure if he's gonna. I mean, you would think he would start. Because the way he's been playing, but with the Champions League coming up, like you, you never know what yeah. he's gonna do. Well, hopefully, with since uh, Foden's still out, he won't be able to start. Okay, so I think we both have a, a win for City here. Liverpool versus Arsenal, big game on Sunday. Uh, Liverpool coming off that tough loss, and then I think this is a big challenge for Arsenal because Arsenal love to get beat at, at Anfield, and they like love to get beat by a lot. Uh, so this is going to be a big challenge. I don't even remember the last time Arsenal won yeah, man, against crazy. Liverpool it's, it's, away. And you know, it's the Anfield, Anfield vibes. It's yeah. like the Mecca. It's like Mecca. Whoever goes to Anfield always gets put, puts in the split, man. So there's, You think there's, there should be a lot of changes here in this one, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. What do you think about Salah not starting last game versus Chelsea, Robertson, Trent? Um, I mean, that defense didn't give up any goals, but... Because they haven't been good enough. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean, what you want me to say? What about Salah, though? Because like Trent, Trent, I understand. Salah hasn't been playing to his standards. Nobody's talking about Salah, how poor he has been all season. But I still think... Out of the top, he's, he's got that the, back. He got that back. He's been underperforming. So. Yeah, but I still think, like, if you're trying to win games, I think... Yeah, like, trying to win games. But a lot of people are criticizing always Van Dyke. Van Dyke is always the same scapegoat. But nobody ever put, uh, criticizes Salah. Why is that the case? Hmm... I don't know. Right for, now. For, for, for me, for me, um, I don't. I think Salah is one of uh, one of the players. I mean, I watch watch the games. You know, he's not going to be do, doing defensive work, so he, it kind of exposes strength. I think that uh, midfield yeah, yeah. that midfield is. Um, I forgot the midfielder's name. The young one, Elliot. Did you know that Elliot was the only player that played every single game for Liverpool wow, this season? Yeah, but this is huge. <laughs> this is a huge statement in the game for Arsenal, man. If they get a result, if they win, I feel like confidence they, is gonna be high. Their confidence is gonna be high. But I feel like if they win this game, they got they're they're winning the title. No, I still don't. Um, my heart says yeah, but my head still. Is, I wouldn't put my I, because I, I'm saying Man City based on the experience, but this is gonna be a huge game if they win it. If they win yeah. it, because nobody, 
out of the big six teams, whoever goes to Anthony, nobody won, uh, nobody won, won there. Yeah, but nobody. Only, no, Man City won this year. No, they lost one zero. They lost one zero over there. Oh yeah, I think with that solid goal. It's just different vibes yeah. over there when you go. So I don't feel like, man, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's gonna be tough game four to points because so you have a tie against Man City and a tie against Newcastle. Is that would that be enough for Man City to overtake them? Mm-hmm. Two ties. Uh, well, I'm not sixty-seven. Arsenal get two points. City gets yeah, yeah. That would be two ties. It's and it's goal difference. So you get a tie in Newcastle. You would think that's a good uh, good uh, result. To get a tie against City and <laughs> you still could lose. <laughs> it would be just a huge boost for the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the even moving team. forward, even moving, moving forward, forward like that, you could go there and beat Liverpool away. I, I yeah, but I don't huge. think they will though. I, I think it will be a tie. They'll take a uh, yeah. I feel like they'll take a step, but it's step to to a draw, not a step to a win. Yeah. Um, the thing is with Arsenal, we've been ha- we had so many bad results. <laughs> this could be a defining moment in the season where you know our old Arsenal could literally show up on a Sunday and lose that game three zero. And even though people would be surprised, people wouldn't be surprised because that's how Arsenal does it. So there's going to be a big uh, big game for Arteta and how he manages that game, how the players come out. Could they handle that pressure of infield and really get up for it and send a message to City? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, especially if City are playing uh, the day before, uh, we're expecting the City to get three points. So that's going to yeah. put pr- extra pressure. That's extra pressure on Arsenal players. Yeah. So hopefully City loses, <laughs> and then uh, Grealish gets us two goals for fantasy or something. Uh, okay, so you have a tie. Uh, what do you think? Give me a result. Liverpool uh, two Arsenal. two. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> just gonna go with my heart here, not my head. I'm yeah, just... just go for the win. Yeah, I'm gonna go, go for a win. I'm gonna go. Yeah, you're gonna play yourself, but that's not, um... not you. 2-1, 2-1 for Arsenal. Yeah, that's what you said last time when we made the predictions for Arsenal. Yeah, that's what you played yourself, yeah. All right, Mace. Don't make me call your wife. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell her. She's expecting me doing laundry right now. Um, uh, your fantasy pick. Who's your captain this week? Man, Any chance? I haven't first? decided yet, but it's a tough one to call, to be honest, because I can really – there's so many options. You can go with Rashford against uh, Everton at home. You can go with Kane. At home against Brighton, which which he has a marvelous record at, and you can get with Watkins with a differential against Northampton Forest at home, and you can go with Hallen. So you have yeah, you can go with Matoma. So I'm confused. Yeah, uh, it's like I got four bad chicks, and I don't know which one. To pick. Yeah, I I, I which, can. Which one should I smash? Uh, uh, Watkins, Watkins. <laughs> oh, you want to smash Watkins? <laughs> Watkins not enough quality, I think. Even though he could get a goal, I think you want to go with someone proven. Uh, Holland, uh, I don't think he's gonna play the full ninety minutes, so he's out for me. And who else did you say, Mitoma? Mitoma, Rashford, Mito- Kane. I, I, I watched Mitoma; like his finishing is so. He has to work on that. Once he he could get a uh, better, better, better at finishing and maybe a little bit stronger in that penalty box, I think he would be such a. He'd be like a top four player if he could get a little bit stronger because he gets pushed off. You know, a lot of occasions where you would think that he could get a shot off and he gets pushed off the ball. I'm going to go with Kane as my captain. 
Um, just watching Spurs, I think he's the only player that, you know, shines out there. And I'm going to bring in Jack Grealish for Gapko. So, yeah, that's my – that's my. but you got to give me two. Give, uh, uh, Kane and Rashford. All right. All right, cool. Uh, all right, guys, thank you for listening. Give us a follow on Instagram, My Football View Podcast. And Nate, any last final words? No. All right. Have a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, peace.